Welcome to the show after the show podcast. I'm Amadeus with Eden Kendall. We're your hometown morning show on 99.9 Gator Country in Jacksonville, Florida. Hello to wherever in the world you're listening from. I'm very tickled about this particular interview we are about to do because I suspect that the person we're interviewing probably thinks we have no clue really or and do not care that much about who she is. Oh, but just the opposite. It is quite the opposite. So we are huge country music fans. First and foremost, we love talking to Gator country artists. That's not what we're doing today. We also, just for years and years, have both loved Broadway musicals and anything musical, TV musicals, anything that has to do with music. So we are very familiar, more so than she probably will be comfortable with, <laughs> with the body of work from this particular guest. Her name is Lindsay Heather Pierce, and she is coming to Jacksonville and maybe even somewhere near you, if you're not here, mm-hmm. in the national touring production of the Broadway musical Mean Girls. Now, Mean Girls, a lot of people know, was brought to the big screen from a book, but it was by Tina Fey, and everybody knows that movie, right? But right. When, uh, several years ago, Mean Girls start, uh, had a Broadway debut. Which Tina also was involved Tina with, Fey right? Tina was... Directly involved, her husband actually did all the music, and I think Lauren Michaels is the was the producer originally. One of the producers, yes. Yeah. So, and I actually had a chance to go to the Broadway show to what they called the previews, which is where they're still kind of taking things out, putting things in mm-hmm. um, on Broadway. So I, I was able to see the original Broadway cast, and they were stellar. They were so good. So very, very excited for this show to come to Jacksonville, and we are very, very excited to welcome our guest, who probably thinks we don't have a clue who she is, <laughs> Lindsay Heather Pierce. Hello. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? We're good. Thank you so much for talking to us. We specifically requested you, and I'm sure you're like waking up this morning going, oh, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're probably exhausted. But um, we're both fans. Like we have known you and followed you since Glee Project. Oh, my God. That's so freaking lovely. I almost cussed. (laughs) Eden and I both. You can cuss. You can cuss. We can edit it. Yeah, we'll edit it out. Eden and I were both huge fans of Glee. When the Glee project started, we were both like, oh, bonus. We love it. And we loved you on the show. We loved you. You know, we know that we didn't really get to see the real everybody because obviously those shows are always so edited. But we got to see you on Glee after that. And then I started following you and you were chosen to be Elphaba in Wicked on Broadway. And then COVID hit. Yeah. But but it still happened after that. So you are... Yeah, I made my Broadway debut right before the shutdown, like three weeks before the shutdown. Uh, What was was that like? Did you just have like faith that it would still happen or were you devastated? Uh, Yeah, I think, um, I think, you know, it was a really big, big black question mark um, for a lot of people um, because, you know, there were shows that stopped running that shut completely and, and didn't reopen and you know, you're always kind of like, oh, God, is it going to be our show? But, you know, thankfully, you know, it's a huge privilege. it was a huge privilege to be in, we call it the green machine. Um, she's not closing anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So um, it was really, it was really comforting to know that we were going to come back and they were so certain and they were like, do not even play with the idea. We're definitely coming back. But, you know, I mean, it was hard. It, the, our whole industry just stopped for a really long time. So 
when we did finally get to reopen, I mean, it was a night I'll never forget for the rest of my life. It was, it was unbelievable. And, um, it wasn't just about reopening the show. It was getting to give the show to other people. That was, that was the thing that it was like, Oh, that's why we're doing this. This is the most amazing feeling. And that audience, I think there was a, there was somebody that tweeted at us and was like my, at one point during the show, his Apple watch was like, your heart rate is way too high. <laughs> like, what, but like his heart rate had reached a point where the, and he wasn't moving. So his Apple watch was like, are you in cardiac arrest? <laughs> like what's wow. going on? Isn't that crazy? That's yeah. So that I is... was like, that says kind of everything about how cool theater is and, and, you know, and how amazing people that, myself included that are fans of theater and, and love theater so much. And yeah, I was like, I honestly, if I'd had an Apple watch on my wrist, I, it would have been like, are you dying? <laughs> <laughs> I remember having that same kind of reaction the first time I got to go to a concert once they opened back up, it was here and it was just 38 special who I'd seen before, but we were finally sitting down in a theater watching a live show. And I was like, Oh, this is the greatest moment ever. No, isn't it? I sent actually my dad, um, was that so I'm from California I'm from Northern California and um my dad and I I grew up listening to you know classic rock my dad is like knows everything there is to know about music from this like the early 60s and even before Motown the Temptate like disco all of it he loves music up until like you know mid late 90s early 2000s and um I got him tickets to see the 50th anniversary tour of Journey and they're touring with Toto and we were like, we are going to, you know, you and I were going to rage. We're going to rock out. I'd seen Journey Live, but he never had. And uh, I ended up not being able to get the personal days uh, off from this job to go do it. So my brother, one of my one of my brothers took him instead. And I got photo updates all night last Aww. night of them. Because as I was getting out of my show, they were going into their show. And Aww. my dad, I was like, I called my brother and, and like in the in-between where Toto had opened for Journey and they were waiting for Journey to start. And I was like, how's he doing? And he was like, oh, he's just smiling. Aww. He's just like, you know, my dad is really stoic. And he was like, he's just crossing it. He's, ha- he's got his arms crossed. He's sitting. His his feet are tapping. And he's like giggling to himself and just <laughs> smiling and looking around. He's like, wow, it's really cool. Like all these you know, older folks. Like, it's so cool to see all these older folks here. And my brother was like, Dad, you're one of the older folks. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're 67. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's how and we it, feel. I mean, I mean and he, it, my dad hadn't been to a live, like, a concert. He'd seen me in Wicked, and he'd seen me in Mean Girls in Vegas. Um, but he hadn't been to a live concert, you know, since long before. And it just made me want to, like, weep con- thinking about how young my dad was when he started listening to these bands and, like, his age now and, like, that it's still bringing him the same joy. I mean, that's isn't that the most beautiful thing? Did, did you say? Awesome. Did you say he was fifty-seven? Sixty-seven. Oh, sixty-seven. Because I'm fifty-seven, and I and I worked no. in a and I worked no. at a record store during the '80s, and then went straight into radio. So I feel like I'm I'm kin with him. Like I feel the exact yeah, oh, same are. way. You are one hundred percent. Yeah, my dad worked in um, a record uh, store for actually. You know what? I uh, that might be that might be a, an unintentional fib. But I can't remember if it was a record store or if it was like a um, like a sound system store. But he worked in I think it was the the mid seventies to the early eighties. You know his job. You know as this as this new kind of speaker technology and these you know these sound systems were being created so that you could 
you know, because the recordings of these bands were getting better and better and better, you needed to have updated um, equipment to listen to the music the way that it was intended to be listened to. And his whole job was to like be like, if you know, do you want a titanium needle or do you want a diamond needle? For the <laughs> yes, you know, yes, yes. He would be like, he'd be like, you know, if you have these subwoofers and if you have this sound system. And his job was to take is was to have listening parties and like, uh. you know. And so the way that my dad understands music is so beyond. He's he's thrilled that. Um, you know, vinyl is making, is, is, of course, everything's in, you know, every 20 years, we all, we always return to the things that we used to have. And he was like, oh, it's so cool. He was like, I took him to this old school record label uh, or um, record store in Vegas. And all I had to do was be like, hey, dad, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, what an album. He'd be like, oh, but, you know, let me tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and I'd be like, dad, you know, what do you like? Is it Rubber Soul or is it the White Album? You know, which one? And he'd be like, I mean, they're not even the same era, Lynn. Like, let's talk about it. Like, you go on and on and on. Or he'd be like, oh, Bob Dylan couldn't sing. But my God, what a songwriter. You know, just like all this amazing stuff about he's just he just loves it so much. And I think I think his enthusiasm you know, as, as well as the rest of my family, when my family loves something, they love it hard, and they taught me that. And and that's really, um, I know that we're supposed to be talking about theater, but really, you know, those those are the roots of it. I is, feel like I love this so much. I feel like your dad and I could be brothers, but like you mentioned, we're here to talk about you theater. Would. Yeah, but I wanted to make an observation actually about that very thing because you know you you are talking to a country radio station in town, so you probably wouldn't yeah. expect us to be all about the theater. But here's the thing, you know, we're both like huge, like I've seen Wicked five times, I've seen Mean Girls on Broadway, like we're fan, fan, fans. But my observation about you, Lindsay, and part of this is because I've been following you on TikTok and um, Instagram for like a couple of years now. And you said in another podcast, in a, on a podcast, you were talking about how like if your life is full and other things in your life are as important to you as the job, then you have like a great life and something like even if you didn't have the tour right now or whatever. Yeah. And I can tell, I want to observe about you that like just the fact that you are so happy to be talking about your dad and sharing those moments, your life is clearly very full outside of the theater. And that's because of my mom and my dad and like my brothers. I have three older brothers. Um, shout out to all the, the little girls that only have boys in their family. <laughs> <laughs> It's a rager of a time to be growing up in a family with literally only men. <laughs> and like my mom and I being like, someone help us. Um, but yeah, it, they, they're just so humble and they're such down to earth, curious, kind, open-minded people. Um, and that was their thing. I, I never, I was never, ever, ever told in my life, well, you know, don't you want to have a backup? I was never, ever, ever told that. Um, we didn't come from any means. It was going to be like, listen, kid, if you want this, if this is something that you truly love, you have to put your whole, you have to put every vertebra into it. Every single bone in your body has to be dedicated to it. Um, Cause that's the only way it's going to happen. You know, we don't have money, you know, we're not made of money. We don't have connections. You know, it was like, it's going to be off of you and what you put into it is what you will get from it. And, um, that's and that's on being raised by a lot of athletes. Well, <laughs> a lot of athletes. They're like, you know what? We play sports and you do theater, and they're not too far removed from it from each other. So, yeah. Well, we are we are super people. super stoked that you are in 
touring in Mean Girls now. The minute you you actually overlapped your two shows, Wicked, and then you were also you know rehearsing for for the touring Mean Girls yeah. as Janice, the best role in the whole show. And I do love her. <laughs> we love her so much. So, what do you want to say to people? What can they expect? Who is the show for? And who should come and see you? Oh gosh, I mean, even if you haven't seen the movie, um, a couple of my brothers had hadn't seen the movie um, ever, and then one of them had seen it, you know, years and years ago, and they didn't miss anything because they weren't they they were not aware of the movie. Um, so you know, don't don't feel like if you haven't seen the film that the show will not be accessible to you. It is. They're they're the same story yet completely different. One is set in 2019 and one is set, you know, in like 2004, whenever the movie mm-hmm. came out. It's a little updated. Um, we talk about the high school is always the same. We've just added phones. <laughs> high school has been the same. The, the high school experience has been the same since the dawn of high schools. And um, the only thing that has changed is social media. So those are the kind of the updates that we've given. Um, and they're important conversations because social media can be an amazing thing. And, and it can be a really insidious, weird, spooky thing. <laughs> um, and and it, we see all of that um, in the show. And you can expect to laugh. You can expect to maybe be a little shocked at some things that we talk about, um, just like subject matter. Um, but it's, it's really fun. And the thing that I really, really love about this show is that the people that make the show happen are the best people in the world. And the overall same thing that I hear when people come and see the show and they say hi at stage door after is it looks like you guys are having so much fun, which is the whole point. Cause if we're having fun, you're having fun, you know, and, and the, we're, even if the show isn't curing cancer, the point is, is for you to come sit, sit down, like to come like, well, LOL, to come sit with us and be with us for two and a half hours and just maybe smile and forget about the laundry list of things you have to get done. Um, and if I do say so myself, Janice and Damien are really, really funny and they're so fun to hang out with. And we will take you through the story where the narrators and it's just a really great time. It's a really fun time. The people are incredible. We've always we've been really lucky to have amazing front of house. All of our locals that are hired, every city that we're in, are just unbelievable. I can't wait to be in Jacksonville. Um, I'm having my birthday in Jacksonville, so come hang out with me on the 30th of April. Come hang out at the show on the 30th of April and and watch me turn 32 playing 17. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. She is absolutely delightful. I wish we had more time with her. I do, too. At the beginning of the uh, podcast, you mentioned that we love Gator Country Artists. But we also love Broadway musical. But we also should let people know that we worked in Top 40 Radio for about 15 or so years. I worked in a record store from 84 to 90. I got such a broad respect of all genres of music. Because if you just think, oh, country music and Broadway, that doesn't make sense. Music is music. We just love music. music And we love pop culture. And, you know, Mean Girls was such a huge pop culture movie. And now it's a musical. It's everything we love. And you will love it, too. If you are local, then you can certainly still get tickets if you're listening to this anywhere around the dates that we recorded it. Mm -hmm. Um, We're actually, uh, this is launching, this particular one is launching on April 24th, and I think it starts tomorrow night here in Jacksonville. But do check your Broadway series wherever you live because it may, well, it may have just come by you, but, but it might be coming to you soon as well. So we loved talking to Lindsay. Like I said, we wish we had more time with her. 
Maybe and next time we will. Maybe next time we will. And until then, until we meet again, do all the things. Leave us five stars. Share this podcast with your friends. And we'll talk to you again soon. Actually, we can already tell you who we're going to be talking to on our next episode. Oh, yeah. It's Jordan Davis. Country number one hit maker Jordan Davis is next on the show after the show.